Hey everybody, Economic Energy here. I hope you're doing great. Got Chris Taylor from Financial Prepper here. We got a story, we're gonna talk about FTX, we're gonna talk about BlockFi, we're gonna talk about crypto, how it's a scam. I'm just joking. <laughs> I like crypto. You're like, whoa, whoa, we didn't talk about this. Uh, but no, there's the, the, the bolts have coming off the, uh, the wagon, the wheels are falling off, and everything's going to crap in a handbasket. And you got an amazing text from another YouTuber, right? Yeah, first off, hey guys, it's great to be here. Uh, it's a beautiful day. This text came from American Prepper Girl. If you're familiar with my channel, um, we have a lot of prep things we're prepping for, and yeah. she reached out and said, hey, this just happened to me. This, this was this morning. I wanted to share with you something weird that happened to me today. I received an automated email from my crypto credit card Visa company reminding me that when I signed up for the card, I have an obligation to pay it back. Yeah, duh, right? I was a little put off since I pay in full every time, as we all should, by the way. I use it, but didn't think much of it after that. Later, later that day, an Amazon order I placed declined my payment. I then went online and checked to see if it was hacked. Nope, it was much worse. The company BlockFi is pausing all transactions because of one of the banks the work with I believe is US based, filed for bankruptcy this morning. Now BlockFi is figuring out what to do. I'm literally like, seriously, this crap is to start with a company I work with. So uh, she was probably talk texting because yeah, that's what yeah. I do. I miss it's hard to words. read those texts. But yeah, that, so, you know, crypto is a scam. <laughs> a lot of my subscribers think it is. I don't, but no, I know, not. hey, it's just like the, the, the dot-com bubble, right? Yep. Some of them didn't make it, but some of them really did. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, so, so this is all based off of FTX's token, essentially. Uh, it started to collapse because it wasn't backed up. It wasn't, let's put it this way. Uh, they made it out to be something that it wasn't, right? So everything's collapsing. They're, they're trying to figure out you know, who's been in, uh, involved. And this is a prime example of what BlockFi is doing is locking up transactions right now or stopping them because they're having a problem with liquidity, right? If they have a bank that is going, if they are, right? This hasn't been, has not been uh, uh, founded yet, but if they are going through bankruptcy and they're having to lock up certain amount of funds because of the bankruptcy, uh, you know, how that starts, then you're gonna have liquidity issues. Well, the problem is what I see is a bigger thing and correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, as, as this collapse happens and tons of people lose money, it's not just people, there are banks that had money invested in FTX. We've heard stories of sports stars putting tens of millions of dollars into that, right? And they've lost. Okay, there's gonna be a lot of people that probably don't care because like, well, you're rich anyway. What you need to be concerned with is the banks that, uh, literally took speculative bets out on some of these cryptos. Uh, Solana is one of them, right? You, you've got like Kevin O'Leary. Hey, Mr. Wonderful, how you feeling now? Mr. Wonderful told you you should be diving into Solana, right? You've got mm. YouTubers that were, and I specifically made a point never to uh, push these uh, exchanges. And I always did this, you know, hey, if, if, you, go, if you, you buy Bitcoin or buy any of these cryptos, make sure you pull them off onto cold storage or a hardware wallet like the Trezor. I've always uh, made sure people know that because these things can get locked up. I just had a Bitcoin, one Bitcoin transaction uh, locked up uh, for four days or three days and I lost 25% of my value in Bitcoin yeah. right there because I was trying to cash it in. Um, but the problem is, do you, would you agree that this is going to move into the stock market somehow? It's gonna move through the bank. It always does. Exactly. Oh, the crypto crashes first. Yeah, and the thing is, is that crypto always precedes or it, it tells the future a little bit, right? Because it's so volatile. But what I'm scared of is what it's gonna do to these banks that took these big bets out. 
See that, and that's a really eye-opening thing because a lot of people, uh, like me, I speculated in the crypto market yep. with one percent of my wealth on some coins that you wouldn't, you'd be ashamed of me if you knew. <laughs> so, I can't say any better. We both get it. <laughs> but the banks, there, it wasn't just uh, retail investors; it's these banks as well. Yeah. And there's no telling, you know, how deep this goes. But just know that this is part of it this is yep. this is something that's coming whether you like it or not or you don't believe in it, or you think it's a scam we just got to weed through all the garbage just like the dot-com bubble just like the internet remember that 25 years ago yep totally everybody thought it was fugazi as well oh yeah it was gonna crash. this might be the biggest buying opportunity of our lifetime not maybe not right now i've never called the bottom of everything anything but yeah, so I've been think? talking about $11,000 Bitcoin uh, ever since I started really uh, paying attention to the charts with, you know, uh, Crypto Charts Joe and uh, Johnny Bravo. And uh, I've had buy orders for $11,000 Bitcoin, and it could even go lower than that. But I've had those buy orders in for four months now. And I've been really big on telling people that we're coming into a down market. But what I really think is going to be big, and people need to realize, in one quarter, you're going to see bank earnings coming out, and they are going to start telling you the truth, which banks had speculated in these. So a lot of people, all they think about is like people losing money you need to start thinking and caring about what the banks are losing money because today it's a, a crypto yeah. credit card that's locked up but tomorrow it's your bank account because the bank has lost so much money they're illiquid and they have to freeze everything for a little bit and figure things out and that's why you need to have cash available like a month's worth of bills so, you should have in yeah. cash yeah food and have it in small bills why wouldn't you do that um have your bank spread well, out you think have about one it like bank. this no we've got five yeah think about it like this during a recession, there's always a liquidity crisis. Yep. Always. Yep. We are in a recession. They don't want to call it that. And by the time they call it a recession, it will be a depression. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, spread your funds out. Why not? What's the downside? Yeah, exactly. It is ironic, though, who, uh, who runs FTX and seeing all these photos of who he hangs out with. It's interesting, one side of the political spectrum. It, it really is interesting. And you can't, you can't deny this stuff. After a while, you can bang your fist and scream and yell, and I can't stand that other side. But... You got to sort of admit after a while, like, well, it seems to be always the same people. I got to yeah, admit. It is very strange. And they're, yeah. they're the ones that are maxis. Yep. You know, Bitcoin maxis. And all these maximalists, uh, uh, in my opinion, aren't very wise. Don't ever put all of your money in anything. It's yeah. just not a good idea. Yeah. And all the YouTubers that made literally millions and millions and millions of dollars, like some made over $10 million on this thing. Uh, wow. Yeah, you're just like, uh, well, where do you go now? And it's it's really crazy. And I say this again over and over to people. You need to be listening to people that have been through a crash before. But literally, uh, you know, YouTube finance is run by people uh, that are so young, they didn't even buy their own home, their first home until 2010. And so they've only seen prosperity in that. They've only seen prosperity in cryptos. And everybody's a genius when the markets are going up. But then you, you're going to start to see people regress, uh, reset, get quiet. And I gotta be honest with you, it's not good advice to, to buy the dip. Like one of those famous YouTubers that lives in Ventura, California says. But it has California been for says, 40 years. Well, really for though. 40 years, that's been the thing to do. But you know what, what dip? See, the problem is, is at what point? In the Great Recession, when the Dow Jones lost 50% of its value, right? Went from 14,000 or some odd points down to 6,600, I believe. Uh, some people thought that the dip was when it went from 14,000 to 12,000. 
Then they thought it was a dip from 12,000 to, uh, to eight. And the problem is that you can never time it. So if you're gonna buy dips and buy on weakness, which I agree with, you need to be thinking long-term. You better not be putting money in there that you need in the next year or three years because you have to wait this stuff out. The people that bought the dip in 1933 went bankrupt. Yep, that's absolutely true. I mean, true. The, we're, we're approaching a depression, guys. This is like something like nothing. And I don't know if it's this time, they very well might pump it back up. I've been uh, estimated the Fed wrong my whole life, pretty much. But uh, there's gonna be a time where it doesn't work and I think we're getting really close. So if you, and I'm not telling anybody what to do, but if you could take some of your cards and pull them back, why would you want to lick honey off a razor blade right here at the end when you've done so well in your 401k and you've done so well in the stock market, why would you keep, take a, because uh, somebody reached out to me the other day and said, hey, I've got most of my money on a brokerage account. And as soon as he said that, it's most of my wealth, I thought, crap that's that's the t that's the red flag i agree and the first question i ask when someone says that to me i say do you own a house yes are you paying payments yes why do you have enough to pay off your house with your 401k oh yeah and then some and, I, and i'm just like what why wouldn't you even contemplate that because most people can't even retire at a good age like let's say in their mid 50s or let's say 60 years old because they still have to make more retirement to keep paying the house that they don't own that absolutely boggles my mind sometimes it's just better to have no debt and I, it is such a feeling of relief to have no debt. We had a, yeah. we had rental properties and we sold out and we only kept the ones that are paid off. And I don't have to worry about if one or two people don't quit paying, I'm, I'm belly up. Yeah. Because the people that have a good credit score and a pile of cash going into the greatest depression that we've ever seen, anybody alive, is going to do really, really well. Yeah, we have one uh, debt and it's a mortgage and it's, you know, 3%. It's hard to let that's go good, of, yeah, but at the same time, we've got the money to pay it off and we're paying it. We decided to pay it off in May. So either we're going to pay it off with funds we already have or we're paying it off in a cycle of a, a company that's paying it off for us. But my point being is that we want to be right there. I want to practice what I preach. But yeah, I still have one debt left and it's hard. So what we decided well, instead of paying that one off, we'll go buy another one. I gotta cash. be transparent as well. I do have one debt on some land. It's very minimal, but yeah. like you said, it's low interest rate. There's no reason in paying off a debt that it that is beating inflation. But you have the money to pay it off right, right. now if you had sure. to. So yeah, so it's a little different, but there are people that we don't have our money in the stock market to pay off our house. Oh no, mine's no, no. Mine's literally liquid. I have very little money. Yeah, mine's, mine is liquid in an emergency account, but not only emergency account, it's for it's an opportunity account. So it's like, well, real estate takes a header. Why would I pay off this house when I can go buy two houses just like it down the street? That's why I have that there. So a lot of people would go, why wouldn't she just pay it off? And I go, because once I pay it off, access to that capital is hard. So it's just sitting there in a bank account and we're paying off the other debt in a different way. So that's, I just wanted to bring that out. That's great, man. Yeah. That's, the, these, the guys you watch, if you're watching me and uh, Ninja and Jack and uh, Joe, we're doing what we're telling you we're doing. Yeah. We're, we're, we're putting our money where our mouth is and it's, uh, it's going to reward us and the people that are watching and learning because uh, don't miss it. Don't oh, miss yeah. it. It's the, the biggest wealth transfer that's going to ever happen. I missed some uh, opportunities like a, a winery that I wanted to buy in, in 2010. And I still, I get, I get, I grit my teeth at that deal because I wasn't prepared enough. I wasn't you know? either. Oh, and it drives me nuts. To this day, I go to that winery and I go, someday I'm buying you back. You know, I'm getting that. So that's my yeah, deal. You know? In 2008, uh, me and my wife were driving by neighborhoods that had house this uh, grass this tall in front of the houses, whole neighborhoods. And I, I wasn't really into investing. I was just married and I, yeah. and I saw all that happen and I didn't really take advantage of it. And I said, I will never, ever 
yeah. do that again, I'll be ready. So yeah. guys, be ready. Yeah, I want I want an it's army exciting. of ready, people that are ready. And wherever we go around the country, we can hear your stories. I want to be able to tell your stories of how you prepared, people mocked you, and you just kept strong, kept your head up high, and now you're out just slaying the dragon and crushing it. That's I just awesome. want to, yeah, we're going to touch. We're, we're going to do a story on my, my channel next. Sweet. All right, well, with that being one. said, we got to get going soon anyway, because I heard there's some yoga we got to go check out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> all right, He's guys. He's got a good one for us <laughs> He's today. got a good one for us. Yeah. All right, guys, that being said, the Economic Ninja and Chris Taylor. Later, wow. guys.